0: Welcome to MLB from CDA Baseball. I am your host, James Morris, and today we're finally doing predictions and preview that we're going to do as much as we can uh, this week when we're talking about the NL. Uh, we're going to predict every single division uh, in the next few weeks or so like that, And uh, but today is the NL Central prediction slash preview. We're going to predict this division. It's a really interesting division. It's a uh, it's uh some teams are really good, some teams are really bad. All, pretty much every one of these teams has a shot to contend, and we're gonna talk all about that. We're also gonna preview the rosters, and make crazy predictions. We're gonna predict the records. We're gonna find projected lineups. We're gonna compare each teams and really figure out which roster looks better and compare and uh, predict from there. So first of all, let's let's just talk about each team uh in in depth. Uh, I you know just real fast, we'll talk about each team, what they're good at, what they have, and then we'll really dive into the Cardinals and the um, the Brewers. So first of all, the Cardinals, uh, they're a veteran and rookie team. They always seem, I i always think they're going to be really good because to me, the Cardinals, you know, they got veterans, they have rookies, they, they, they have rookie of the year candidates, so they have one of the best veterans of all time. Yes, Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols retired. We still got Adam Wainwright and you still... Uh, you, you got Wilson Contreras. We'll talk about that a little later. But this team still it looks probably better than uh, better than last year because uh, Yadierino left. You got Wilson Contreras, even a better ad. So that's really exciting for the Cardinals. I really hope uh, that that does well for you. And Miles Michaelis and Dakota Hudson should have a better year next year because every, when they stay healthy, they just keep having a better year. So I'm really excited for those uh, pitchers as well. The Cubs they really really want to be good. I mean, what was it? Three years ago, 2019, they sold Chris Bryant. Have your bias, Joshua brawl All those guys that left. Sold Anthony Rizzo, but um, they got decent players in return. Christopher Morales is looking to have a great year. Uh, you 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 made some great moves. Uh, this team really wants to be good. again. Gansby Swanson, uh, you know Trey Mancini. We'll dive into that as well. But this team wants to be really good. They one of the they had one of the best offseasons seasons. Uh, this offseason, and really looking, really showing the roster that they want to play really good into uh, 2023. The Brewers, they always seem to have good pitching. This year, it doesn't seem like it's going to be as good, but expect Corbin Burns to have another Cy Young candidate year. The Pirates, lots of new players, surprisingly. They have actually went all in um, for, for that, and uh, they have a lot of veterans. Uh, they have uh, reunited with Andrew McCutcheon, one of the, bet, or one of the most I don't know, highly regarded Pirates players of all time. He is now again, he is now with the Pirates, so I was really excited for them. And uh, the Reds, one of the most, one of the best young, talented baseball teams in all of baseball. And you never know, they, they could surprise a lot of teams. So. The, that's the big things we're talk about for each uh, team, but uh, we will compare rosters, predict the whole division, uh, records, roster, division, uh, preview. So first, let's let's go right in. I know I said that for a while, but let's go. So let's really talk about the Cardinals lineup. At least at least their infield anyway, because to me they're one of the best infield in baseball. So Nolan Arenado, you know, obviously he had one of the best years last year. He was a rookie, or uh, he's in the all all American or the World Baseball Classic. He had 30 home runs last year. He batted 293 with 103 RBIs and 154 OPS+. Plus. Every single one of those stats are above average, 7.9 war. I mean, this guy's absolutely stud. It seems like every year, he seems to be a gold glover every year. He seems an MVP candidate every year. He's he's the team, one of the team's best players. Paul Goldschmidt also in the Cardinals lineup will he have another ML, uh, MVP candidate year? He won MVP last year. Will he do it somewhere around there again cuz he's one of the he is a really really dangerous hitter. I mean, he's played in the league for such a long time and he's been so good. I mean, 7.8 WAR last year, 180 OPS+, plus, 115 RBIs. I mean, this guy, you couldn't go wrong with this guy if he had the same year again. Tommy Edman, uh not a very good year last year. Will he have a bounce back year because he, he he's a great player. He batted he in twenty twenty. He batted um, two fifty. But big thing twenty nineteen. He batted three o four. And then in twenty twenty two, he only batted two sixty five. So he has a gold glove under his belt. He hits for average when he when he can. Um, but he hasn't he, he didn't do that last year so in my opinion he, I think he's due for a bounce back gear he still had a 6.4 war the fielding is phenomenal for Edmund uh, Brennan Donovan, one of the most promising hitters in baseball uh, to me he uh, he he looks to be really good because uh, he is a young he's a young stud and uh, I don't know there's something about him when you look at him you're like this guy he, he looks like he's gonna be really good yes he had 4.1 war still good 126 OPS plus above average 281 average Um our OPS plus is 126, 45 RBIs, and a decent, a decent uh, fielder. I mean, I don't think he ever won. I don't think he ever won a Gold Glove, but he he is not bad. Oh wait, he he did win a Gold Glove. My mistake. He came in third in Rookie of the Year. But uh, to me, I don't, he, I didn't really think he was that good of a fielder. I mean, when I seen him, he did. He, oh, I'm thinking Nolan Gorman. But still, I mean, the 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 Cardinals have a really good infield, and that that's their a big infield spot. So how does this? infield compared to the brewers infield who some say the brewers uh should be in first place so this so we're going to compare third base to the brewers third basements the uh, first base compared to you know the brewers first basements and you you got the point shortstop and we're, we're going to compare each position in the infield compared to the brewers and really see if the brewers deserve to be in first place because a lot of these guys are saying that uh the, the Brewers are the better team, but I don't know if I think so. So, obviously, we've got Nona Inato. We just talked about him immensely. And one of the best, if not the best, third basemans in all of baseball, maybe ever. And then you got third base. you got Mike Abrocio or Brian Anderson of the Brewers. And, yeah, both those players there are right. But none of those guys are, like, phenomenal players. None of them will be one of the best players. Brian Anderson, to me, he's all right. I mean, he's a below-average player last year. But uh, he put up good numbers the year before, uh, batting uh, 249 with uh, 28 RBIs, an OPS plus of 94, and 2019 at OPS plus of 112. So he can't hit the ball yet, 20 home runs in 2019. He is a good player, just as he gets hurt quite a lot. But obviously, the Cardinals have a better third baseman, uh, without a doubt, right there. So that is a check mark right there. Paul Goldschmidt versus Rowdy Telez. We went over Paul Goldschmidt. How is Rowdy Telez the first baseman? Of the Milwaukee Brewers. He had a great year. I mean, 35 home runs, 89 RBIs, um, 115 OPS. So well, that is great, but yes, only a 0.9 more. Very, it's kind of confusing to me with 35 home runs, but defensively, he's not quite there. Uh, he only hits home runs. That's, that's pretty much it. But I mean, no one's better than Paul Goldschmidt at first base. That 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 is very obvious. So that is two check marks for the Cardinals. And Tommy Edman versus Willie Adames. Tommy Edman, like I said, should might have bounced back here. I really don't know. But Willie Adames is a really good player. 4.4 war last year, 31 home runs and 238 batting average. I mean, Willie Adames, again, he's one of the most consistent baseball players at the shortstop, at the Major League Baseball level, and all of baseball, really, because he... He 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 almost always hits three home runs. He almost always has an OPS plus above a hundred. He almost had a hundred RBIs last year. So this team looks really, or uh, I guess Willie Adams looks really really good in my opinion uh, is better than Tommy Edmond So it's two to one in there a comparison. We're totally we're gonna compare pretty much this entire podcast, which to me I love comparing. I think it's really fun. That's really where you decide who's a better team. And then at second base you got Brennan Donovan and Luis Arise. This one to me. It sounds crazy, but it, it's pretty close. I mean, yes, Brennan Don or Luis Ariz is a better player, like on on the, on the, on the numbers. Uh, you can definitely tell me an OPS plus uh, higher than Brennan Donovan. A WAR uh, higher than Brennan Donovan. More home runs, um, not more RBIs, not more, not a better batting average. But 16 home runs, 3.1 more, and 110 OPS plus for Luis Ariz, and uh, he isn't. An, I uh, okay. Uh, he's a, he's a he's an eh uh fielder uh, Brandon donovan is an elite defender back there at shorts or at second base and i don't know this one i was really stuck on i really do not know which way to go but uh i'm sorry guys but uh, i'm gonna go with Brandon donovan if you guys hate me i'm sorry but Brandon donovan just i'm only gonna go with Brandon donovan just because i think he's gonna, i think he's gonna have even a better year uh next year because he has such so much talent in there one of the one of the best prospects for the cardinals and he's really looking just to be way better next year so for me, the Cardinals won. That is Cardinals one points overall for that. And then I mean, let's be honest, the Brewers infield or the Brewers infield is good, but the Cardinals infield is better. I mean you got no nine out on Paul Goldschmidt and Tommy Edman and Brent Donovan. Literally all those guys have won a gold glove at some point. So yeah, that my opinion, you I mean, that's obvious, but the outfield is <laughs> The outfield is one of the one of the hardest to predict because it is so so similar so so close, and uh, I was I looked it up I did my research or whatever but I am pretty sure this is this should be the starting uh, outfielders for both teams I'm not for sure because I'm not 100% familiar with each team but uh, t- tell me if you're wrong tell me if I'm wrong. Um, so in the outfield, we're gonna go. We're, gonna, we're going with the Cardinals: Lars Newbar Tyler O'Neill, and Dylan Carlson. And then for the Brewers, we got Tyrone Taylor, Garrett Mitchell, and Christian Yelich. Um, that's what I have. I don't know if that's correct. I believe it is through the research, through what I've done, through what I know. But uh, I really don't know. But Lars Newmar, 14 home runs last year, 53 RBIs, a 2.7 war. A pretty good outfielder, more of a better hitter, uh, I believe. He was a rookie last year, if I'm not mistaken, yes. Uh, he also is a great hitter. Uh I know I just pulled up his stats, but let me kind of give you more in-depth stats with him because he is he he is a good player. Yes, that was a rookie. I mean, he did play 58 games in 2021. I don't really count that, but OPS plus of 126 last year, a WAR of 2.2, 14 home runs, 228 batting average. Uh, and to me, I really like new Nubar because uh, he. His batting stance reminds me of Bryce Harper a little bit. Uh, not That's not why I like him, but it, it reminds me of Bryce Harper, and you always got to think of him uh, when I see him up to the plate. But Lars Newmar, I think he's had have a way better year. I mean, he only played, I mean, not only, but he played 108 games, and he hit 14 home runs. He got hurt along the way, and he also didn't get right bad up right away. Um, so I think he, he's even, dude, hit 20 home runs. Uh, I think he's I, he looks really good. But then uh, you got Tyrone Taylor, who... One of the best defensive players in baseball, and I don't know where to go with this because Tyron Taylor he had a better year than he did last year. Probably more home runs, slightly better batting average, uh, and uh, uh, they uh, two point seven more large new bar, two point one more for Tyron Taylor. So technically, they're technically large new bar is slightly better, but seventeen home runs for Tyron Taylor, fourteen home runs for large new bar, fifty three RBIs for new bar. 51 with Taylor and 2.1 WAR for Taylor, 2.7 WAR for Nupar. So mm-hmm. large Nupar, pretty much in every stat is slightly better. So I gotta go large Nupar on that. I love love Tyler and Ty, Tyron Taylor because he's he's actually really good. I mean, defensively he's one literally one of the best in baseball, and he is predicted to hit 16 home runs at 55 RBIs. Um, so. I mean, you, you you can't go wrong with that, but uh, I mean, Lars Nubar, slightly, very, very slightly, the better player with that, so it's one point for the Cardinals. Tyler O'Neill had fourteen home runs last year, fifty-eight RBIs, and a one-point-three WAR. He got hurt, so I'm not going to count him too much as an automatic win for the Brewers, uh, just because uh, he Car- Tyler O'Neill, one of the best players in baseball. We'll look at his uh, seasons from previous years, but I mean, he got hurt. You he, you don't know what he was going to do. He had a one-on-one OPS plus while only playing. Um, uh, ninety-six games, but he is—he's is a great player. I mean, in twenty twenty-one, when he was fully healthy, he hit twenty-six home runs or thirty-four home runs. So I mean, obviously he's a really, really good. He was a two-time Gold Glove winner. I mean, this guy is phenomenal. He's way better than Garrett Mitchell, who we're gonna predict against Tyler Neal. But you gotta give it to Garrett Mitchell just because Tyler Neal uh, did not play that much games. Garrett Mitchell only played twenty-eight games. He is like a rookie, I believe. Uh, but he predicted to have a one-point-eight WAR, with fifty-four RBIs, and having a pretty good year. So I gotta give it to Garrett Mitchell. I really, I like Garrett Mitchell a lot. I think he's a really good bat into their lineup and a decent outfielder as well. Now this is gonna be pretty hard. Uh, because defensively but uh and war wise but you got dylan carlson playing left field and you know he can't play center field he can't play right field but i'm just putting him at left field for this prediction and then uh, christian yelich also i have him at left field even though he normally plays well not normally but he plays right as well but uh, christian yelich versus dylan carlson you guys first instinct easily christian yelich because he has 18 home he's predicted to have 18 home runs um but uh, who had a better year in 2022? I mean, it's it's pretty obvious. Uh, Christian Yelich did. I mean, he's. I mean, we're giving so much hate on Christian Yelich that he's really bad because after his MVP and All-Star year, now he's trash. Let's give him a little. Let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt because I mean, yes, 2018, 2019, 2017, absolute crazy numbers. I mean, he won wins MVP, comes in second the next year. Um, Silver Slugger Award is an All-Star, Gold Glove winner yes yes all of that's crazy and then yes you're i mean that's what you're saying to yourself right now he had a horrible year in 2021 horrible year in 2022 uh yes he did have a horrible year both those years but he's still he's posting okay numbers still i mean a 2.7 war 111 ops plus that is still above average he's still better than the uh, most of mlb players 19 stolen bases 57 rbis with 14 home runs he's not a bad player don't ever say no to that but he's just not as good as he was and thus I believe he's better than Dylan Carlson uh, I think but le- let me I'm not saying anything yet because he's still Dylan Carlson is still a really really good hitter Two war 100 OPS plus exactly so he's exactly average defensively he can be better but he really wants to get better you can just see him in the outfield he's trying he's working his butt off he's working on the warm-ups before games he's trying really hard 42, 42 RBIs uh, came third in rookie of the year voting in 2021. It was a really good year. He, in 2021, he had a great year, 18 home runs, 65 RBIs. Uh, if I had picked a pick to win rookie of the year, I would have picked Dylan Carlson in 2022. We had a down year with only eight home runs, 42 RBIs, uh, and an OPS plus of 15 points less than his rookie of the year candidate. But he also played 20, uh, or so games less. That does play a small bit of the factor. But to still, you're looking, you're looking at Christian Yelts winner on that one, uh, without a doubt. But, um, yeah, uh, the Brewers win that one, so that is one point for the Brewers, Milwaukee, and uh, the Brewers have a, a really, really good pitching, like they're, they have one of the best pitching in baseball, I d- I'm not going to compare this because there's so much to talk about, but uh, I, I'm predicting the Cardinals to have a really, really, really good pitching rotation, you got Adam Wainwright, Miles Michaelis, Dakota Hudson, Jordan Montgomery, uh, Steven Mats, Jake Flattery is coming back. Or my mistake, not to go to Hudson. Here, here, here's a here's a, a pitching rotation. We'll talk about this even more later, but. Adam Wainwright, Miles Michaelis, Jordan Montgomery, Jake Flattery, and Steven Matts. I mean, I love all those pitchers. Steven Matts, one of the best contact pitchers in baseball. Jake Flattery, if he stays healthy, is one of the best strikeout pitchers in baseball. Jordan Montgomery, such a good year last year. I don't know what to expect. Miles Michaelis, if he stays healthy, you know, he can throw almost like a no-hitter he did in the previous year. Adam Wainwright, uh, I don't know what to expect from him. He didn't have as good a year as he wanted last year, but he still posted good numbers and looked solid. Um, so I'm hoping he will have a better a better year because uh, no one wants to see him retire without a World Series ring once again but uh, the Cardinals uh, my opinion look a lot better now let's move on into the Cubs so it's I Excuse me if, if I'm wrong, but I believe I'm not. Uh, the Brewers, actually, before I say that, the Brewers still have a good bullpen just because they got rid of Josh Hader and a few others. Uh, they still have Devin Williams. Bryce Wilson's going to look really good. I believe Jensen Junk is probably going to be in the bullpen. And his last name tells him who he is, Junk. He throws really good. Uh, but Devin Williams, he's going to be your closer next year without a doubt. I think, I think it should start Bryce Wilson in the bullpen just because you don't know what to expect from him if he was going to be in the starting rotation. And then James Junk, also, I think he should be starting in the bullpen as well because he can throw the ball very well, not for a very long amount. And you don't know what to expect from him. But uh, your bullpen's still going to be good without a doubt. I think your start- pitching rotation is going to be good, not as quite as good as the Cardinals. Corbin uh, Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Palerta, Eric Lauer, Adrian Hauser, I mean, that looks really good, Uh, but uh, yeah, Brewers, be careful, because you guys can be a good team, but uh, my opinion, I don't know if it's true, but I think it's safe to say the Cardinals are a little bit better than the Brewers, but the Brewers bullpen is still really good, like I just said, but now, let's talk about the Cubs, so I just want to dive into the Cubs roster, because they are a good team as well, Uh, this team, I am the most excited about, if you guys listened to my podcast last year on my predictions, you guys say okay, yeah, you're always high on the Cubs. Why? Why is that? I mean, my only thing is because they really want to be good. Like they actually are trying to be good, and it shows. Um, they acquired many players in the offseason. Cody Bellinger, Tucker Barnhart, Dansby Swanson, um, Zach or not Zach McKinstry. They uh, Trey Mancini, uh, T- Jamison Taylone. I mean, they they acquired a lots of players. And they really, really want to be good. So we're and and then you also got Nick Madrigal also and Eric Hosmer. They just acquired him. So this team looks really good. I think this this team has a shot to be in first place. And I know I said that last year that the Cubs are a really good underrated team that might make the playoffs. And they won like seventy five or seventy seven games. So not as good as I thought. But still, this team is better than last year without a doubt. With adds of amazing players. And uh, well, let's dive in with them with the Cardinals once again. But Cody Bellinger, uh, th- these are the players that Cubs have added Cody Bellinger, Jameson Taylor, Tr- uh, then just want to Mancini, A. Cosmer. Cody Bellinger, I think he'll have one of the best years uh, in baseball, maybe even have a shot MVP, just because he told everyone that one of the reporters interviewed him. Many reporters interviewed him. And that he, Cody Bellinger, every response he said was that next year is going to be a really good year for him. He said he's working really, really hard in the offseason. And you're like, okay, whatever, right? But not a lot of MLB players say that. They said, yeah, I'm working. You know, I'm going. Yeah, it's fun spring training. We're excited for spring training. This guy said he's really working hard. He's never said that quite like that before. That means he's actually working really hard. If MLB player said he's working hard, that means he's he must be working really, really hard. Because an average MLB player already works hard. And then if you work really hard... It's, it's it's a total different level, and I think he's going to be a lot better in 2023. I think you can expect from him a 30-some-odd home runs. I think he has a shot to bat, almost bat 300. I think he'll be an all-star next year defensively. He's there, as we all know, and he did not have a very good year in 2022 or 2021 or 2020 for that matter, but uh, we'll really see what happens because uh, he, he's one of the most interesting players in baseball, and the Cubs are betting on odds that he's going to be a better player than he was in 2022. Jamison Taylor, a very reliable started at 3.91 ERA last year. In 177 innings, he only walked 32 batters. He does not walk much at all. You're looking at, not a strikeout pitcher, but he does strike out a decent amount of batters. And uh, he's probably going to be one of the first or second uh, pitchers in the rotation. Uh, Dansby Swanson, one of the best shortstops in baseball. I think he'll be really, really good. Uh, he had 25 home runs, 96 RBIs, and a 6.4 war, uh, in 2022. So, obviously, if you guys don't know his name, get to know his name because he's a really good player, uh, without a doubt. Um, and yeah, I mean, de- defensively, he's one of the best. I believe he won a gold glove. Uh, yeah, he won a gold glove this year. Yeah, uh, an all-star, an MVP candidate in 2020 and 2022. I uh, Played 162 games this year and 162 in 2021. So, he you probably won't get hurt. 27, 25 home runs in 2022, 25, 27 home runs in 2021. This guy is a very, very good player. He might bat leadoff for you guys. Depends. But uh, you're looking at a guy who's going to play every day, and he's going to bring you 20 home runs, batting 270-ish, and have an OPS plus above 110 for sure. Next. Trey Mancini, uh, he shows spurts of power in the last few years. Yes, he's not as good as he once was, but he did have 18 home runs last year. I mean, that's above average, 1.4 war, so still not bad. 101 OPS plus, slightly above uh, the average baseball player. 63 RBIs, uh, an average of 239. Uh, But when I said he shows spurts of power, he really has 21 home runs in 2021. He had 38 home runs in 2019 with the Orioles. Uh, and uh, he's, he's shown a lot of spurts of power for sure. 18 home runs, like I said, in 2022, 21, 21. Uh, and uh, he, he, he looks good. I mean, if he can have another, if he can have a, a good year like he did in 2018, 2019, you're looking at a guy who uh, can really help the Cubs, really, really help the Cubs as the designated hitter or maybe a little bit of first base. So that's what I have on that. But let's really just dive in into the Cubs roster a little more. He's still got Saheya Suzuki. A uh, guy who I think, if he stays healthy again, he's going to be really good. Christopher Morel, uh, he's he had such a good start of the year, and then he kind of faded away. But I think he'll be, I think he'll be all right. Nick Madrigal, in my opinion, the best contact hitter in baseball. If he stays healthy, a lot of these players, almost all these players, are going to be really good if they stay healthy, and that that can be counting on a lot. Zach McKinstry is pretty promising. Um, Eric Cosmer, I mean, he's one of the older guys. I mean, he is. 33 years old. That's not overly old, but uh, I don't know. He had a really bad year last year. A couple teams cut him. Um, But uh, also, they add up Tucker Barnhart, uh, two time Gold Glove winner, and he's looking really good offensively. He's shown spurts of of, a very good, very good. Um, So now let's really dive into the Cardinals versus the Cubs. Uh, You got Noah Nainato at third base, Patrick Wisdom at third base for the Cubs. Paul Goldschmidt versus Eric Hosmer, Brendan uh, Brendan Donovan versus Nico Horner, Tommy Edman versus Dansby Swanson, and Wilson Contreras versus Tucker Barnhart. Uh, when they play against each other, the Cubs are going to have a re- reunion with Wilson Contreras. Now he's on the Cardinals, and it's going to be kind of fun to watch because I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be very interesting. But uh, on the starting pitchers, we're going to talk uh, we're going to talk about this a little more. But I forgot Albert. Alonzole, whatever his name is, I'm starting rotation, but uh, Adam Wainwright, Miles Michael, Jordan Montgomery, Jake Flade, receiving mats for the Cardinals, Marcus Stroman, Jameson Taylin, Justin Steele, Drew Smiley, and Keegan Thompson, and I thought it was Albert uh, Alonzole taking Keegan's spots, but I, I don't know. that Again, I was guessing. I'm not for sure. And then, of, of course, you got, Kyle, you got Kyle Hendricks in there too, but I don't know where to put him in there because uh, he hasn't stayed healthy for a while. Um, so we'll see. Kyle Hendricks will probably take I don't I don't really don't know what's what, what the Cubs are gonna do because I don't know their roster is super duper well, but I do know they're looking to be really good. The infield, let's dive into the infield once again. Uh no no definitely better than Patrick Wisdom, but Patrick Wisdom still had a good year. Let's dive into him. Uh, rookie of the Year candidates, I don't believe he won. He came really close uh a couple years ago. He had twenty-five home runs uh, last year, uh, 102 OPS plus defensively, he's pretty good. Uh, and his rookie of the year season, or rookie of the year candidate season, he had 28 home runs. So he is a very good player. I'm not, don't mis- ever mistake that. But uh, yeah, I mean, this Cubs team is really looking to be good, especially Patrick Wisdom at third base. And next, you have got Eric Hosmer at first base, and Paul Goldsmith. Paul Goldsmith is definitely better, but uh, for the non arnado Patrick Wisdom spot, I'm got obviously I'm going to go non Arenado, so it's two to two or two to zero. Brian Donovan versus Nico Horner. I got to go Nico Horner just because he again he's one of the best contact hitters in baseball. I mean they have so many contact hitters in there. I mean, he batted he only batted two eighty one last year, but he did have a four point five WAR, one hundred and seven OPS plus fifty five RBIs, one of the uh, also a good leadoff batter. Uh, he is predicted. Um, to bat 275 with eight home runs, he batted 300 for most of the season last year. Uh, until uh, he kind of he kind of went down at the end of the season there. But he is a very good hitter. Uh, and I think, in my opinion, he's better th- than Brendan Donovan just because he's you know what you're going to get from him. He's probably not going to get hurt, and he's, he is a really good player. Tommy Edman versus Dansby Swanson. Danby Swanson, uh, for sure. So We already talked about Danny Swanson. He's a really, really good player, and uh, he'll help the Cubs for sure. Uh, it is two to two right now. Two points to two points. Wilson Contreras versus Tucker Barnhart. Wilson Contreras had a really good year still, um, but uh, definitely not better than, uh, or Tucker Barnhart's definitely not better than Wilson Contreras. But um, I still like to give. I'm still going to give, I'm still going to talk about Austin Contreras. He had 128 OPS plus, 3.9 war, 22 home runs, and had a really good defensive year uh, being a three-time All-Star and a goal to go of candidates. Um, also, uh, Tucker Barnhart, we'll talk about him just real fast because he is a good player for sure. He didn't play that much. He had a 0.1 war, one home run, 64 OPS plus, did not play too much. Because he got hurt. But with the Reds, he he had a pretty good year. Seven home runs, 48 RBIs, two-time Gold Glove winner. OPS plus around 80 or 90 every year. But uh, the big thing there is uh, defensively, he is spectacular. And uh, so for that, the the Cardinals win that just three to two points. And uh, the pitching, I got to give the... This is really hard. Marcus Stroman, Jamison Taylor, and We're going to add Kyle Hendricks in there. Drew Smiley and Keegan Thompson. Versus Adam Wainwright, Miles Michaelis, Jordan Montgomery, Jake Flatery, and Stephen Matz. i got to go with the Cardinals on this one. Just barely. Because Adam Wainwright, Miles Michaelis, Jordan Montgomery are all ace potential. So is Jake Flatery. Stephen Matt's not quite there. But I think you'll have a good year, too. Both rosters, infield and pitching, are very, very similar. And uh, it's hard to say. But I think the Cardinals are better. And now... Let's talk about the Reds and the Pirates. We're going to compare these two rosters. So Kevin Newman, uh, so let's talk about the infield uh, for the Reds and the Pirates. So at infields for the Reds is Kevin Newman, Spencer Steer, Jonathan India, and Joey Votto. For the Pirates is O'Neill Cruz, Key Bryan Hayes, Rodafo Castro. I, I, I looked that up and I couldn't find who's the second baseman. There's many different players and Carlos Santana. O'Neill Cruz, one of the most promising hitters in baseball, but he has a lot of strikeout issues, uh, so you never know what happens. But here's my projected lineup for the Pirates and Reds, and we're gonna I'm gonna decide whose is better. Uh, it's actually quite close, but uh, both these teams are actually kind of underrated in my opinion, at least offensively wise. But batting first for the Pirates is O'Neill Cruz. Batting second, Brian Reynolds. Batting third, Key Bryant Hayes. Fourth, Andrew McCutcheon, The reunion back. Uh, batting fifth, Carlos Santana, batting sixth, G-Man Choi, seventh, Rodolfo Castro, eighth, Connor Joe, Joe, and ninth, Austin Hedges. That is a pretty good lineup. Like those, G-Man Choi, Carlos Santana, Andrew, uh, Andrew McCutcheon, Connor Joe, Austin Hedges, all those are new ads who will definitely help them. I mean, yes, Austin Hedges is horrible offensively, but defensively, he is very good and really calls a very good game back there. So, I mean, you got really good players. You got a, Every single one of those guys have made all star except three or four players. That, I mean, that is pretty good right there. And now to the Reds Jonathan India, Tyler Stevenson, Will Myers, Jake Fraley, Joey Votto, Kevin Newman, Spencer Steer, Stuart Fairchild, and Nick Senzel. And uh, when you get down to the bottom three, it's not very good, but the first five or six hitters are actually quite good. To me, Jake Fraley's is going to have a really, really good year. That's why I put him at fourth, uh, batting, playing DH. But I think he's going to have a really, really good year next year. And Tyler Stevenson, in my opinion, he's one of the best catchers in baseball. And Joey Votto is not a very good player, but he'll get playing time. Carl Santana is better than Joey Votto. Uh, O'Neill Cruz is better than Kevin Newman at positions. Jonathan India is better, though, than Rodolfo Castro. G-Man Choi and Jake Fraley. Jake Fraley's better there. This is so, so close. Uh, Tyler Stevenson is better at Austin Hedges and catching so I dude this is so hard um, but overall I gotta give it to the Pirates offensively wise just because Brian Reynolds if he plays hard you're gonna see him a batting 300 with 30 home runs guaranteed to be an all-star. key Brian Hayes one of the best defensive like guys out there Carlson Santana j one of the best veterans batters right now so I can't say no to that um, and yes, you got Jonathan, you got know, Tyler Stevenson, Jake Fraley and Will Myers. Great, great offensive players for the Reds, but I think the Pirates got the better end on that one. But now, starting pitching, which one is better for these two teams? You got Ramsey Contreras, uh, for the Pirates, number two, Rich Hill, number three, Mitch Keller, number four, JT Brubaker, number five, Vincent Vasquez. Uh, I would say three, you can maybe even count JT Brubaker in there, are all actually quite good pitchers. Um and actually could be really good. Just uh, Rich Hill is getting very old. Mitch Keller looking out of a really good year because he actually bounced back last year and looking going to get any better. But for the Reds, uh, number one, Nick Lodolo, number two, Hunter Green, number three, Graham Ashcraft, number four, Luke Weaver, number five, Luis Sessa. Uh, three are those guys are one, like rookie of the year candidates last year. Both those guys posted incredible numbers. Hunter Green, strikeout machine. Nick Lodolo had a I believe 3.81 ERA as a starter, and he was good as well. Luke Weaver, if he can, he's shown times where he's been good. And Luis Sessa, as a starting role, he actually did quite good. And I got to give this one to the Reds um, because Nick Lodolo is going to have a great year, in my opinion. Hunter Green throws absolute gas, and you can't go wrong with that. I mean, Nick Lodolo is better than Ramsey Contreras. Uh, Hunter Green's better than Rich Hill, and Graham Ashcraft's better than Mitch Keller. And those are the top three pitchers for both teams. And then the four or five, uh, about the same uh, for talent anyway or numbers. So that's what I have for that. But my final predictions. This is what all you guys have been waiting for. Dun dun dun. Uh, who, in my opinion, what are the records? Who placed first? Who placed second? Who placed third, fourth, and fifth? Uh, so this is what I have. Uh, at first, uh, at first, uh, who has won the NL Central Division is the Cardinals. Woo. They are uh, 96 wins and 66 losses uh, because I believe that veteran and rookie-based team leads the way to success. And the Cubs are in second place, having uh, uh, 89 wins and 73 losses because, in my opinion, they are a competitive team who really wants to be good. Not to mention, I think Cody Bellinger is going to have a really good year, and Danji Swanson is going to have a, a very good year as well. Next, uh, we got the Brewers in third place with 78 wins and 84 losses. Uh, The pitching will be good for them, but I don't know. I I don't think uh, offensively they're okay. Christian Yelich I think might have a decent year. But uh, number four uh, in fourth place, the Pittsburgh Pirates having 71 wins and 91 losses. Uh, One of the best veterans on their team. And I think uh, Reunion with Andrew McCustard is going to... is going to get all their uh morales up and fifth place uh the young talented team the reds having 69 wins and 84 losses in the 2022 2023 season that is all predicted i believe that's what i'm gonna do and uh that that is it for me but uh, thank you for listening to mlb from cda baseball please share this podcast or anything like that i will love to get more listens thank you for listening to this podcast and see you later